I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. March 16th, 2021. Give me sunshine or give me truth. Exploration. Miracles. Life pro tips. And trending news. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway, so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hello. And hello. Welcome back. We're back. From your sickness. Thank you. Your plumbing problems. <laughs> this was worse. This was, <laughs> this was way worse than plumbing problems. Yep. It was unenjoyable. I'm thankful for your care over the weekend. It was neatly tucked into the whole weekend, and I'm not happy about that. I like to think of myself as an abrupt caregiver. <laughs> yep. Here's your damn soup. <laughs> That's how it Things goes. like that. Yes. Uh, but I mean it lovingly. You do. You do. You totally stepped up to take care of me and various other people who needed care around here. Yes. Well... We're back, though. So what day are, where, where are we? What day are we it's on? It's all What's the happening? way to March 16th. We missed the Ides of March. We missed them. Or did we? I mean, it is the Ides of March today. So beware. You still yeah. have time to beware. But for you all, as you listen, I hope nothing bad or murderous happened to you. Indeed. Especially the murderous part. Yes. That's uh, it's a little harder to recover from, from what I'm told. Well, March 14th through 20th is known as Sunshine Week. Okay. This Which, what? Go ahead. What? It feels like it was a made-up holiday by Florida Bureau, hey, you Bureau know of Tourism. I welcome it. Florida, <laughs> if that were the case, unfortunately, this isn't what you might think it is. Okay. Though the, the final day of Sunshine Week, being March 20th this year, is also officially the first day of spring. It's just, sadly, it's not about celebrating sunshine. Well, what a strange name to choose then. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
It's, uh, it's actually an initiative to promote open government, which would be transparency okay. of government. What, are, what in the world are you guys doing over there? So the idea being, let's shine a little sunlight on what the government's doing? Maybe. I'm trying to make the sunshine connection. I, I understand. Okay. I'm too disgruntled at this point to be mollycoddled into happiness. Oh, so. okay. That's a great word, too, mollycoddled. Everyone should learn to use that. Um, So then today, March 16th, is National Freedom of Information Day, which Uh is celebrating the Freedom of Information Act that went into effect in 1967. This act, in theory, provides the public the right to request access to records from any federal agency. Good old FOIA. Yeah, not so fast, though. There are nine Count them. If you're like me and only have nine fingers, it's just two hands is all it takes. I'm just kidding. I have all ten. Uh, sometimes, though, my ring finger on my left hand won't move as independently as it should, and mm. I skip it. Mm-hmm. So it's more of a personal problem, yes. I guess. In any event, there are nine exemptions, three exclusions, and even when documents of seeming import are actually released, it's quite common for them to be so redacted that there's you it's not even readable it's like what we get a page full of article adjectives yep and black lines and black blacked out lines black lines so this might leave a person with the impression that there is no transparency Hmm. uh that there there's just simply a loophole for not sharing anything that the federal agencies decide they don't want to share and that would be a solid thesis i don't think though This is the only way that things are hidden from the good people. So, whip out your tinfoil hats. I was going to say, yes, uh, it's this tinfoil hat time. Your t-shirts, your lapel pins that celebrate your participation in conspiracies. Whatever whatever brings you comfort, your double-handed coffee mug, whatever it is. I made that up. I don't think that's a thing. Okay. it should be a thing. Maybe it's a Viking thing, but I don't think they were into conspiracies. It was very Viking. Oh, I bet they had their own set of conspiracy theories. Well, yeah, that's true. They had a whole... The Norse mythology, okay. after all. <laughs> so, I, I propose another way that information is quite effectively hidden mm. is to just make it available before anybody requests it and to do so in such high quantity... That it just goes unnoticed. And I'll give you an exact example that also just so happens to tie in to today. Oh, and is it awesome today? Um, Well, depends how you define awesome. I'm working on trying to get to awesome through all this. Okay. Well, Today in 1988, we have a summary of a weapons research project that was made available. No fanfare, no celebration, just, hey, here you go. It revealed that the U.S. and several other world powers had long been examining the weaponization of energy, energy weapons, uh, microwaves specifically for this report. And if you want to read some really heinous things, go go discover what those weapons can do. No, don't win it. Yeah, well, I, I just scratched the surface, barely, not even noticeably, of the dump truck loads of information that is out there on this. And it actually, in some way, shape, or form, goes all the way back to 200 BC 
energy weapons and, and stuff with uh, Archimedes. Oh my, now we're talking ancient. He created a mirror or series of mirrors, most likely with adjustable focal lengths on them. When the Roman ships invaded Syracuse, these mirrors captured the power of the sun, focused it on the ships, and was able to ignite them on fire. Wow. And we thought, okay, yeah, but I heard about this, Kyle. Kyle, mm -hmm. sir. Listen, I heard about this. I watch Mythbusters, and they've done three episodes on Whoa. it, and they have. And every time they said, debunked, didn't happen. Okay. Well, that's great. So you got two jackasses that put together some planned experiments that doesn't, didn't work, but they completely overlooked the fact that in 1973, there's a Greek scientist who conducted a test and did, in fact, from 160 feet away, cause a wooden ship to burst into flames within a few seconds. Holy Moses. Of course, then his research disappears after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there are records, absolutely, of during World War II, the Nazis developing and using multiple things that were energy weapon related, one of which was a sonic cannon, was used on people. The closer and closer you got, the more fatal it became. At 400 meters distance, hmm. which is a quarter of a mile, yeah. it caused vertigo and nausea, okay. vomiting, bad stuff. Inside of 200 meters, it would damage internal organs kidneys, spleen, liver specifically, and inside of 50 meters, people's lungs were destroyed. Mm, yikes. Pretty pretty bad stuff. That was relatively early in the really war. Bad. Later in the war, they had weapons, energy weapons that they were using for anti-aircraft stuff. Quite effective, of course. Then at the end of the war, there are many secrets and the scientists who had designed and developed them. These are all swept up by the winning side, the Allied forces, and they're find their new homes in Russia, in the U.S., and in England, and around the world, right? Yes. Well, it's suspected then, and that's a heavy capitalized suspected, mm -hmm. then that Soviet forces used energy-based weapons against the Chinese in 1969. That's a whole thing to go read about. Mm -hmm. Likewise, it appears that President Reagan's Star Wars program was nothing more but the same technology that was getting put into satellites and or ground-based things, whole lot of stuff. Wow, okay. Some people claim, of course, other, people's re other people will refute it, some people claim that the 1984 explosion of the Space Shuttle Challenger was caused by Russia with the use of this technology. And as a matter of fact, that shuttle did go over in airspace where one of their installations were, and as the unofficial story goes the it was kind of a a bill clinton type of response to marijuana smoking of i didn't inhale mm -hmm. they were like well the gun was pointed at the shuttle but we didn't pull the trigger yes okay so, sure 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 it does also appear pretty pretty resoundedly yes this happened that the u.s military used forms of this rep weaponry during the iraq war now not for at least what I could find in my skimming and scanning, nothing where they attacked people with it, but they knocked out electronics and okay. that type of stuff. And yeah. certainly, I think we have probably all are all familiar from Hollywood with the idea of what an EMP is, oh, yeah. electromagnetic magnetic pulse. I'm fumbling my words. Well, um, that's a mouthful, it's a to mouthful. be fair. So, yeah, and there's there's so much more to that, but this isn't actually a deep dive into advanced weaponry. It's not, you say? It's not. It's <laughs> just an example of how there are 
this is readily findable. Yes. I didn't have to go anywhere no, dark and hidden to free, find all this. Freely open. It's freedom of information in such a way that you you can't find it hardly for looking for it, or yeah. it's everywhere. And so it's not important. And so anybody who does find any of this and really establish any kind of meaningfulness to it, uh, well, immediately they're, you know, it's a conspiracy theorist quack. Because surely if this was real, we'd, we'd never have information allowed to the public on it. It's the same way we've treated the whole alien situation. Right. And it, I didn't say conspiracy. I said situation. Oh, no. Yeah, you got me fired up. So all of that in an effort then to be awesome and to salvage Sunshine Week. I'm commandeering it. And I'm changing the focus, and I'm going to say it's about sunshine. The so, actual sunshine? The actual sunshine. So this week, in preparation for spring, yeah. or on the first day of spring, as it is included, get out in the sunshine a little bit. Soak up some rays, but make sure they're not rays from an energy weapon. Wow. Okay. Are you sure that wasn't a deep dive? It was not. It was not. That's what I call a deep dive. No, yeah. No comment. <laughs> So something that came to mind as you shared that was the Nazis having the sonic cannon mm -hmm. and that the allied forces confiscated a lot of that technology after World War II. Well, oh, can I add one more thing? Certainly. There's a, there very recently, there was a whole thing going on. I think it is the, uh, oh crap. What's, what's the place where your foreign representatives go live in another country, uh, diplomat, embassy. Dipl yeah. Yeah, embassies, diplomatic yeah. area, um, that embassies in Cuba have had a lot of reports from people residing within those places. They're, they're exhibiting evidence that these rays have been focused on them. Oh, man. Yeah, That's so it's, it's not like, oh, well, you know, it was all over with the space shuttle or something. It, right. con it continues on. I'm sorry. I just had to get that in. Please okay. go ahead. Well, I, it just reminded me that there's this famous thing within uh, sort of like true crime slash conspiracy theory realm called the Dilatov Pass. Dilatov Pass incident happened in the Soviet Union in 1959, where a group of hikers up in the mountains and I cannot remember where the mountain range in Russia. One of them ate all the other ones. Almost that crazy. Okay. They fled their tent in the middle of a blizzard and ran out into the surrounding wilderness and died from various things. Some of them had inexplicable internal injuries. Mm -hmm. And it's long been proposed that there was some kind of sonic thing happening that made them paranoid, scared, terrified to cause them because they like didn't even put their like full clothing on, just ran yeah. out into the snow. And In so, country terms, that's not knowing whether to shit or go blind. <laughs> that was the actual technical description of yes. what happened to these hikers. So anyway, it has me wondering after the Soviets got a hold of the various experimentations that the Nazis had been doing, if that was maybe part of what happened to the hikers at Delatoss. Highly Pass. probable. With all the weapons testing that goes on, don't kid yourself, the population of every nation of the world has been unknowingly guinea-pigged. Great. Yep. Well, let's change the tone and subject a little to talk about birthdays. Okay. Hey, if it's your birthday today... You do share it with the fourth president of the United States, James Madison. I don't know why that makes me want to eat snack cakes, except for maybe Dolly, Dolly Madison. Well, I think Dolly channeled some of the strength of James, so, or vice versa. To though make it would delicious snack cakes. Reversal in time. Yes, because 
after a hard day of presiding, Don't you, want a, you want a damn snack. Yes. Well, James Madison is known as the father of the Constitution, although I feel like a few other founding fathers might enter the chat over that. Well, they didn't, they didn't president as well as he. He was also heaven, he, heavily, heavenly. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> he was indeed. Heavily involved in the creation of the Bill of Rights. Those are... I think those are easy things to skim over because mm -hmm. they're also things that are probably highly misunderstood and underappreciated. Yeah. And those two things are holy moly big time. Maybe you haven't even thought about the Bill of Rights since you were in eighth grade civics class. Yeah. At which point you were just concerned that your body was going through strange changes. <laughs> yes. You had hair down there. You were less, much far less concerned about the Bill of Rights. Well, you also share your birthday today with one Eric Estrada. Yes. Known for his lead role as Officer Poncharello. Or Ponch for friends. In the police drama television series, Chips. That was such a fantastic show. I never watched it. And he I was a fantastic it. character. Good, yes. I remember watching it. I'm feel, that old. I feel like he, Eric Estrada specifically, came back and did a cameo in the later movie reboot of Chips. Is that is that right? I think that's right. Okay. As well as he's he's a he's been a great cameo face for several things yeah. because bless him, he aged poorly. Mm. He was a he was an attractive young man, and that was part of why he was famous for the the role. Because hey, if you're going to get pulled over, it might as well be by a good looking cop, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, but he aged poorly. He looks, he, he got to looking a little odd. Well, maybe he was partying a little. It was the 80s, right? I would guess more than two lines of cocaine were consumed. <laughs> possibly while on duty. Although I say that in jest, of course. Yeah. I do think he also was an officer of the law at some point. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't dive through all the details, but I, I saw, I feel like I saw a little snip of that. So mm -hmm. anybody that's aware that has had a long time fascination with slash maybe even crush on Poncherello. Um, and you know these things, straighten us out. Okay. Well, 1521, taking it back a few years. 1521, Portuguese navigator, stop reading my notes. I just caught you doing it. You I can't was. deny it. Anybody that would bother to watch the YouTube video would know. You, you just, no means no, Meg. <laughs> My notes, <laughs> not for you. I did not respect your boundaries. You did not. In this instance, and I apologize. Part of the reason why I insist is because I want your genuine response. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, 1521, Portuguese navigator Ferdinand Magellan. Mm. And you're thinking, wait, didn't he sail under the Spanish flag? Yes, he was sailing under the Spanish flag. Oh, okay. Um, he reached the Philippines. And he secured the first alliance in the Pacific Islands for Spain. Well, there we go. Now, reportedly, Columbus had been there first. He'd attempted an alliance as well, but he kept calling them Indians, and they got pissed off and said no. Is that true? No, of course not. I just like to make fun of the fact that everywhere Columbus went, it was like, hey, Indians! <laughs> yeah, he was not the most enlightened. He missed perhaps. that part. Yes. Um, now... Unfortunately, this part is true. Unfortunately for Magellan, literally a month later, he was killed by the natives. So mm. it was not a fruitful alliance. It did not work out in the long run. Yes. But he, he got his snippet. Okay. He got his headline. Yeah, he did get his headline. 
however briefly lived it was. Yes. Well, you guys are going to want to buckle up, put on your Catholic seatbelts, because I've yes, got a Yes, they're made of silk. You'll love them. <laughs> they're made of silk, and they smell like incense. Yes. Um, this is a great story. It's one of my favorite kinds of stories, and I have you to thank for digging through the annals of history to find this for today. Mm-hmm. In 1535, you guys, in Amsterdam, so many great stories coming out of Amsterdam through the centuries. There's a lot of things that happened there. I feel like it may have been the first Vegas. I think it continues to be the real Vegas. It's like the back alley of Vegas now. No. Yeah. Vegas is the back alley of Amsterdam. No, 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 no. How dare you? How dare you, sir? In Amsterdam, a man was in bed. He was actually a sick... He was old. His deathbed. Yeah. He was sick and dying. A priest was called to administer last rites. Because that's a thing. It is a thing. So after he had made his confession and received Holy Communion, the man, unfortunately, sick as he was, vomited. Now... And that's the story. <laughs> told you you needed to buckle up. Yeah! There's... Uh, Racy vomiting. For Catholics, of course, we believe that the communion host is the contains in it... Um, after it has been transubstantiated. Is that right? Is, can is I say it that way? Or cons? Well, Which is it? Transubstantiated. I always get those two confused, and I know I need to know that. Yeah. I'm a bad Catholic in that regard. Nobody's ever quizzed me on that in public, so I've never had to be like, it's this one. Okay. But there is, there is a difference in the words. Um, that it is, it is, in fact, the real presence mm-hmm. of Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, body, blood, Soul, Soul and divinity. divinity. That part I know. Okay. Well, and so the special care needs to be taken of these things. So the woman who was caring for him swept up the vomited up. That in and of communion. itself is a whole story. I want to know how you can sweep vomit, but I'll let it slide. Whatever she was able to sweep up from it, she threw into the fire in the hearth. Okay. Now, the next morning, when she approaches to go ahead and stoke and rekindle that fire, the host... A little communion wave. You might know as a communion wave for the host was floating above the flame still intact. Of course it was. That's that's what it does. The host is known for floating <laughs> and reconstituting. It's up, not actually. It is now because of this. Well, of course they had to immediately call in their priest. Uh, he was not one to make a stir. He quietly collected the host out of the fireplace, I guess. No, no, so she... the flames and got it? She had retrieved it, and she folded it in a piece of linen and put it in the the linen drawer. Oh, okay. Well, he collected the host and brought it to St. Nicholas Church in Amsterdam. Uh, We're good friends with St. Nick around here. Yes. never forget. Yes. The next morning... That host was not at the church, but back at the old man's house. Back Back in the linen drawer, in fact. Well... He, he gathered it. The, the man did? No, no. Oh, the, the priest, priest came returned, back. yeah. The priest came back the very next day, brought it back to the church, and the next morning it was back at the house. Again. Jesus was being a prankster about this. Ooh, I thought for a second you were going to say prick. And I was <laughs> oh, like, my gosh. You can't say that. I would Even never. if you think it, you can't say How that. How dare you? Oh, my gosh. He was wow. being a prankster about it. So this time, this time, they finally allowed a solemn procession. Catholics do love a procession. Especially a solemn one. Well, of course. A solemn procession while the host was transported, and it then, after that, did remain at the church. The following year, an official investigation, because Catholics do... (laughs) 
They do yes, love as much as we love a solemn procession, we really love an, an, an investigation. Yeah. Official, all the better. Yeah. All right, right. Straight from the Vatican. It was completed. The Bishop of Utrecht? Utrecht, I believe. Proclaimed the miracle's credibility. So what we have here, folks, is a Eucharistic miracle. For that region, I couldn't find anywhere that that had been validated, verified, all the way up to the top. Okay. But that happens, and that's okay. Yes. I love Eucharistic miracles. Mm -hmm. I love to read about them. Give them a goog. You will be amazed at some of the things that have happened through the years. On March 12th of each year, a festival is held to celebrate the anniversary of this Eucharistic miracle. Again, this is regional. Yes. Yeah. It culminates in a silent walk that begins Saturday evening and ends Sunday morning. I'm guessing it's not like they go for you oh. know, hours on end. Okay. They probably, all right, it's 1159. Let's start solemnly processing. Yeah. That would be a lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, 1850, for all of you literary fans out there, we have the publishing of Nathaniel Hawthorne's The Scarlet Letter. Did you read it in high school? No. Well, you suck. I read it. So plainly, I'm the I'm the English literature scholar here. Clearly you are. Ask me anything you want to know about English literature. I may or may not answer. If it's too pedant of a question. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'll just ignore it. What was the scarlet letter? It's a book. No, it's, what's the actual letter? It's A. Okay. For adultery. Of course I know. I retain all the things that don't apply to stuff that helps me in my daily life. On whose chest was it pinned? The lady. And her name was? I don't remember names in anything. I don't remember the names of the characters in the shows I watched last night. <laughs> How am I going to remember something from high school? I don't even, I can't even remember my nickname from high school half the time. There were a bunch of them though. Hester Prince. That was what that it, feels right. That feels right. <laughs> that feels right. No, that there's actually an even better story tied to this. I went to. He was a handful of years older than me. He's a, a tiny town, though. Again, so we knew everybody. Yeah. And this guy went to my church as well. So of course I knew him. And his middle name was Hester. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a strange choice. <laughs> it was a strange choice. It was. It was a little bit different of a family. He's a different guy. Um, he also had figured out in junior high that he could pull the grips off of the handlebars of his bike. I don't know if he'd put them on with Vaseline or what, but they'd pop off pretty easy. And he he decided it would be cool as a junior high kid to smoke cigars. Mm. And so he would 
pop the hand, the, the, the grip off of the handlebar and he'd stuff cigars in there to smuggle them around these folks. And it got dubbed the, the Stogie Mobile. Oh my gosh. You're going to have to tell me later off to bring this one. This, is, this sounds like quite a character. Yes. Okay. Well, in 1912, Mrs. William Howard Taft planted the very first cherry tree in Washington, D.C. Yay! D.C. is known for the cherry trees. She later cut it down and then lied about you it. You are no George Washington, ma'am. 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 Put the hatchet down. You're a liar. You're lying to yourself and others. So that's that. She she didn't, just for anybody that believes too much of what we say, she did plant the first tree. But yeah. she, to my knowledge, neither cut it down nor lied about it. Okay, thank you for preserving her reputation. Yes, and I do enjoy as well a sentence where you can use neither nor. Mm -hmm. um, I recall an older gentleman, he was probably late 60s, early 70s, that used to assist with campus tours uh, when when I was recruiting and we'd bring recruits in. And he was, he had magnificent linguistic skills mm -hmm. and not uncommon for anybody who repetitively gives a speech mm -hmm. as he did every weekend for us. It was the same speech over and over and over and over and over and over again. And he'd written it and rehearsed it and memorized it and gave it. Mm -hmm. And he frequently used the, the the powerful sentence that stuck out to me that he used in this story was a neither nor okay. sentence speaking of someone who knew how to neither read nor write. Okay. Yes. Sure. And I, yeah, ever since then I've loved the sentence life experiences being weird and all that. There you go. I like that pairing too. It's a good one. It's one of the many things that holds our marriage together. Our Neither nor. Unity. This is, these were words Meg inserted into the marriage vows. <laughs> Neither will I honor nor respect you. I believe was how it went. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. It's neither in sickness nor in health. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness you didn't write your own vows because you have ended up caring for me. It's true. Time. It's true. In either sickness or in health. Yes, because I like you. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Well, I have, uh, just because we literally ran out of material at 1912, other than current events, I thought I would interject some pro tips on life. And this is gathered from a handful of other little sources, just little, little things that may not be written down somewhere that you just ought to know. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Number one, and don't read my notes. I'm not. I just want your, I want your perspective if you agree or disagree. Okay. Can I go do like thumbs up, thumbs down? Well, the listeners can't hear that. Oh, okay. It's bad audio. Yeah. So maybe do both. Okay. And make a jackassy face as a special bonus for those who watch. Number one, if someone is so kind or oppressive either way to show you a picture on their phone. Okay, yes. It does not give you permission to swipe left or right. Do no. not do not assume that. Who would do that? What kind of monster Ooh. would do that? I have had this happen to me when I showed serious? somebody and then they just started scrolling <gasps> through. That is the height of poor manners in right? this modern era. Who maybe I'm a, a famous picture taker of my peony. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not, but if I were that would have been a bad situation. Well, that would serve them right for swiping, but that's so just... So you're saying I should have some of those on <laughs> my phone? No, I'm just saying, if you start swiping, you don't know what you're going to get. And also, don't do that. It's terrible. Is that your wife? Sorry. 
Whoops. Yeah, don't, you shouldn't, yeah, don't do that. I cannot even fathom. Number two. I'm offended by that. I am too. That's why I included so many of these. Uh, they, they, they're like valid. They're like either, hey, yeah, or, hmm, yeah. But it's, I, I agree with, I think all of these. We'll see as we go. Okay. Um, number two, you should buy a plunger before you need a plunger. Yes. When you move into your new home, apartment, domicile, whatever it may be, when you're buying up that big round of cleaning supplies yeah. that you got to get, put a damn plunger in the cart. Right. And maybe 2B is, hey, splurge. Buy a new one every year. You don't have to keep the same one in there. Ooh, hey, getting... we've never done All that before. Right. Yeah, I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> this one, number three. This one, this one started more than one fight in the world. Between us? No, well, I don't think us. Okay. Maybe you were with me when I got into a fight. Else? Yeah. Okay. Um, when you are shopping and you have a grocery cart, oh, no. your half of the aisle is not in the middle. That's for sure. And this, I've never seen you, I've rarely seen you fly into such a rage as when people block the aisle. Yeah. Get the hell out of the way. You got your half. Yeah. Move. This is, it's the same logic that applies to driving. Mm -hmm. You don't just get to take your half wherever your car is. Right. right. Or Jeep, if you're so fortunate to have one. Mm -hmm. Number four. If you have to cancel getting together with someone, you're not canceling the person, mm -hmm. you've had to back out of a arranged to get together, courtesy dictates you should be the one that reschedules it. You don't just okay. forever leave the person hanging. I like that. I've not implemented that rule, but I'm going to start immediately. Okay. Fair enough. Number five, do not, I repeat, do not propose while you're at someone else's wedding. Ugh. Again. It's not about you. Poor taste. Yes. Who are these absolute criminals? Lock them up, throw away the key. That's aggressive. I was just going to say, take their champagne away and make them leave. No, federal prison for life. Federal prison. Undoubtedly, someone listening has, either they or their spouse did this. And so... Uh, no. Sorry, but not sorry. That's not appropriate. No. How dare you? I will not let the Awesome Today fan be defamed in okay. such a way. Maybe it happened if, at their wedding. If it happened to you, or if, you did, if you're guilty of this, one, you won't admit it now because you've been publicly shamed. <laughs> if someone did this at your wedding, come talk about it in the Awesome Today please. Facebook group. You should be a part of it anyway, even if you just like to lurk. It's an interesting place. Yes, but please do tell us. I, again, I, I am despairing at the idea that anyone Awesome Today fan would ever do this. Now, this next one, number six, I'm guilty of this. Oh, no. Not recent history. I've made a real effort in decades. This was much younger when I was this big of an idiot. You must should always be kind to service people, yes. whatever industry it is, especially when your bad attitude about something is due to something you screwed up. Okay, yeah. But even if it's their fault, show some grace. Yes, I agree. I could go on and on, but yeah, that's a big one. I agree with so that. So when I was young, I was an idiot. I don't know when I matured. Through that, obviously, there's plenty of other places I'm still not quite mature. I'm working on it. You are neither mature nor smart now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to do the neither. <laughs> I know. 
I know, and you meant what you said. No. Number seven. Ooh, this one's creepy. Do not look through the gap in the bathroom stall doors. Again, what kind of deviance are we talking People about? People do this, even, and they'll justify, well, I got to see if somebody's in there. No, you, you lightly one finger push on the door, and if it doesn't open, idiot, somebody's in there. Don't look through the crack. Well, and here in the United States, we don't, our stall doors don't go all the way to the ground. You can see someone's feet. Very true. Are there. Very true. That doesn't stop people. I've had, I've had crack peepers violate my space before. I feel like men might be more prone to crack peeping. I don't know. Because it's. It's a more unfamiliar... You think men are more molesty? No. Listen to my reasoning. I'm trying. You're slow, though. So I mean, my actually, mind's I do think molesty. <laughs> yeah, okay. Thank, you. Thank um, you. Men, for the most part... I would uh, just try to quantify the number of times you've used a public restroom in your life. Are you? What's the percentage of times that you're standing at the urinal or you're closed in a stall? It's very low percentage that I'm in the stall. Okay, so that's... But that depends. Okay. That depends. If there's no dividers or the dividers aren't tall enough between the urinals... Yeah. I have been victim more than once of a peeper kind of peeking over the top or if there's no stall wall or like divider wall there, just straight up looking at my junk. Okay. Well, here's what I'm thinking. And I mean this in all seriousness. For women, every time we go to a public restroom, stalls are involved every single Mm -hmm. time. And so we're more practiced in the manners of how to approach a closed stall door. If it's checked for feet, give it a little push. I've got a question then. Okay. Do, is it just pretty much a done deal that all women's bathroom stalls have doors on them? Yes. Because it's not a done deal in men's restrooms. Why would there even be a stall if there's no doors? so that people that are going to look have to make it blatantly obvious. Like I'm right in front. I'm it's we're one. We're right here. 180. I'm eye to eye with you making it weird. Okay. I am so confused right now. Are you telling me that there are stall walls, yep. no door, and but, no door. but it's just around the urinal or it's around a toilet? Well, those, so for the urinals, there are just little dividers, like yes. two foot by four foot. I've not been. So you're, you're staring deeply into your neighbor's eye while you yes. do listen, your thing. Listen, I don't begrudge me that that must be very uncomfortable, but. Most, most shitter stalls. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay. Have a door, but there are those that don't. And I have also been in places where it was just like, here's a row of. Five shitters fully exposed to the world. You W-T-F. Guys can, yeah, you what can are you talking about? Play dominoes. You can pass the newspaper back and forth. Oh whatever. Whatever. I, I, yeah. I feel like I'm having an actual nightmare. I'd rather have, in front of yeah. strangers. I'd rather have an emergency room. room experience by holding it in than have to go do that. But people do it. I need some yeah. Xanax to recover from this I can revelation. tell after recording conversations are going to be good today. Um, number eight, if someone whispers something to you, yeah. your response should be in a whisper. Oh, well, shoot. I've messed that up my whole life. Yeah. It's courtesy. It's it's returning the message in the form. What if it's one of your kids and they whisper like this? Well, kids kids are kind of their own thing. Kids okay. don't get to live by adult rules. Okay. They have bedtimes theoretically. 
Um, yeah. You know, you have to make them bathe, some of that. There's, there's things that should happen in the transition to adulthood where these rules matter. I apologize. That's a blanket apology to everyone for whom I've not done this. It's, it should be a whisper back. Okay. I'm, I stand corrected. Or a whisper followed by a loud cackle. That's fine. <laughs> I like that better. But to, yeah. Again, I could stretch the episode on unnecessarily going through that. All right. Um, number nine. Number nine. And it doesn't apply only to fish, but especially to fish. You do not cook fish in the office break room. No. Like microwave up your fish. Don't, no. There's no fish. Anything that has an offensive and lasting odor should be a guaranteed no-no. But fish especially, don't do it. Can you mix up tuna salad? No. Can you mix up barbecue tuna? People, I don't know. No, that's like a whole different rule, but no, I'm sure people do often do tuna salad and they leave their tuna can trash in the... If they don't rinse it out. Don't rinse it, it just stinks. Yeah, that's, that's assy. Okay. Number 10, and this applies definitely to public transit, but in areas where there is no real meaningful public transit, but there are elevators, which is a form of public transit. It's just vertical. Okay. The standing rule is when you're waiting at the door and it opens, you first let people that are exiting get off. Don't belligerently hammer your way through the door like a jerk. Our children don't ride elevators often, but every single time I try to teach them, you yeah. stand back, you let people get out. I like to go in. I like to slap foreheads when they start walking in. Bam! Back up! Because it won't leave a mark and... We can be, because it's an elevator, we can be gone before yes. human services can show up. <laughs> sure. Number 11, if you include excuses in your apology, it's not an apology. I think that's right. I know it's right. Sometimes I will say... And I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I will give a reason. I will say, that's a reason, but it's not an excuse. For example. Well, that's like people, that's like when an old person says, well, I'm not racist, but, and then they say a thing. It doesn't make the thing okay Listen, or not racist. Can I give you an example? You can try. I'm already condemning you for better or for worse, neither for goodness or for um, innocentness. There. Sometimes I get a little cranky around PMS time mm -hmm. and I will snap at our children. Yeah. I don't like to do that. And I will later go to them and say, I'm sorry I was short with you. I've got PMS real bad. That's a reason. It's not an excuse. And I am sorry that I did it. It would be more meaningful just to say, I made a mistake and I apologize. Okay. You do what you want. I like to hear the reason why people I do like bad things. To, I like to sugarcoat it for myself. Well, I do like to do that too, for being honest. You may or may not agree with this one. And it's not always enjoyable. Because sometimes the other person's irresponsibility makes it a more painful thank you. But if you borrow someone's car, you should fill the tank before oh. you return it. Okay. That's Even if they're the person that's vehicle's always empty and you only drove it a mile, good etiquette is you refill the tank. Should I be topping off Lola's tank every single day when I drive it? Not necessarily, but if you do it at least once, it'd go a long ways. Okay. Because as it stands right now, there's only one human that regularly fuels either vehicle. And I'm not 
Yes. I'm not agitated that I have to do it. I don't mind doing it. But every once in a while, it's it's more it's more meaningful than thank you to say, hey, look, I did it for you this time. I literally almost did it today. But then I was like, no, nah, I might be annoyed. I almost dropped I the F word in replicating what you thought was to say F that. I really thought you'd be annoyed. You're very particular about Lola. I don't know if you've it's, met you. Well, okay. Also, That's not completely unfair. And perhaps we'll go have a unnecessary mansplaining version of how to <laughs> refuel Lola. Also, if you didn't want to refuel our vehicles, you shouldn't have put that in our wedding vows. <laughs> um, all I know, I blacked out at our wedding. Somebody else finished the vows for me. And I don't know what all I agreed to. I neither wrote them nor recited them. <laughs> This one, this one leans into uh, a little bit of country wisdom for you. Don't read my notes. I'm not. You were trying. Number 13, if you're going to use the bathroom outside, and yes, it's, this is, it doesn't matter what gender you are. This is a valid rule, and sometimes you have to, or you just want to. That's a different person. Okay. But if you're going to use the bathroom outside, always be aware of the wind. For sure. I'll give everybody a minute just to think about that. And then let's play... Who sings it? Is it Robert Pissing in the Wind? Yeah. Yeah, Robert Orkin. It's a great song. Pissing in the Wind. We'll put it in the group. Betting on a losing friend. Yep. Yeah. Number 14. This one has been the cause of many, many a, a rage-inducing moment for me. You read it, didn't you? I saw my keyword and I know what it's yeah. going to be about. If you eat the last cookie, the last whatever, drink the last of the whatever, all of that, throw the damn package away. Don't put it back empty, you inconsiderate <laughs> jackass. See, don't you want to put them in federal prison and lock no, them away no, the rest of their No, federal lives? prison's way too good. <laughs> I think they should have to go to international federal prison, like Mexico, one of those prisons. Okay. Yeah. It's terrible. You're a terrible, don't be a terrible person. Okay. Number 15, the last one. If someone compliments you on, a, let's say, a clothing item, yeah. your reply doesn't need to include, I bought it at this place, or I got it at this discount or sale. I'm so bad at this. Just say thank you. I am so bad at this. It must be some kind of cultural programming because it's, every woman of our mother's generation does this. It's false humility. It's crapping on yourself. Have more. And this isn't, in this instance, screw the other person. This is about you and you respecting you. Just say thank you. You don't have to share. I bought it at Costco on, on 50% off. I know. Why do I do this? They were giving them away with the new bank account I opened or something. I think that we could have like a whole episode about this. I think that women particularly do this. Do you feel compelled to do this? Like if a guy... Another guy said to you, like, hey, great jeans. Yes, in the past. You would be like, thanks, I yeah. got it on discount. I talked him down this many dollars. Yeah. Or I, I overpaid. I paid sticker. <laughs> Never admit that. And that's the 16th <laughs> one I hadn't intended on including. If you paid sticker price for a vehicle, never brag about that. Yeah. I just, I think women are really uncomfortable with just saying thank you and letting that be a complete response to a compliment. We have to somehow, like justify or degrade our yeah don't do thing. that don't do that i would encourage the opposite maybe try thank you i love the way i look when i wear this shirt. yeah totally or just thanks it's one of my favorites 
Whatever. If you can't do that for yourself, be like, hey, thank you. I think you'd look great in it. But then don't take it off and give it to him. Don't make <laughs> don't it weird. Yeah. Don't make it creepy. If you'll follow me in the bathroom and peek through the stall crack, I'll give it to you. <laughs> I hear the men's room doesn't even have doors. It's a big time in there. So much follow-up talk about this. I'm, I am 43 years old, and I today I learned yeah. that some yeah. men's bathroom stall doors there's no door, and sometimes no walls. Yeah, oh sometimes goodness. it's just like you're you're like Eddie Van Halen. You just stepped on stage, and your mic is a toilet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Should we do some trendings? Let's to wrap do. This up? Let's do a couple trendings. Back in the headlines is one Mr. Harry Styles. Oh no! He oh yes, had that amazing um, hearts in your eyes inducing Grammy performance of Watermelon Sugar. It didn't strike me that way, but I'll believe Did you. Watch you. It? Um, a few seconds, and then yeah. I. To watch the full thing, you have to get Paramount Plus. And I just was not up to going, jumping through those hoops to watch it myself. Understand. I did watch the clips that are available for free on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, he wore a black leather suit with a green boa. I'm not against that. It looked pretty freaking rad, if you ask me. Anybody, if you've never worn, yeah, like, leather pants or leather jacket, like, not coat, but, like, jacket and yeah. all that, it's a real, uh, it's a real commitment. Yes. They're hot. Yeah. And and not like sexy hot. I guess that's how he made it. But sure. just in terms of your personal wearing experience, you it's remember, very warm. You remember how I told you I've been listening to a lot of David Bowie lately? Yes. Yeah. He was a leather pants guy. Well, yeah. And he definitely played around with different variations of what's gender expression in the way you dress. I wonder if he isn't a either conscious or subconscious influence of Harry's. That's what I'm saying. I actually genuinely, I'm not even kidding about this. I've been watching some David Bowie clips of his performances from the 70s. I feel like Harry Styles, in a way, is channeling David Bowie. Quite possible. I Fight me if you want to, not I you. I but... wonder if Harry also works for the CIA. <laughs> <laughs> now, Harry, of course, won Best Pop Solo Performance for Watermelon Sugar, so congratulations to him. Taylor Swift won Best Album of the Year with Folklore. Mm -hmm. So that was a great win and a great album that I still listen to often. So also notably, speaking of Harry and Taylor, they dated, of course, you may not know this, late 2012 into early 2013. Famously had a big messy breakup. I feel like that whole thing was PR engineering. Yeah. But they were seen chatting happily, easily, and friendly towards each other at a commercial break mm. during the uh, the Grammys, and everyone was all excited to see friendship there. Both of them they have... got those COVID hormones. I haven't seen a person of my interested gender in months. No, that's... They both have <laughs> committed... They're both in committed relationships, so people are mm, trying not nothing. to force them, cram yeah. them back together, but... It means nothing. There's going to be a sequel. People were happy to see them uh, being friendly towards one another. So congrats all around to all the Grammy winners. Very good. Well, I have an interesting trending. Um, I don't know how awesome it is, but it's interesting. Do you know... Have you heard the term deep fake? I have. Okay. I suspected you had because I asked you this before we recorded and you said yes, that enthusiastically. Um, for those who are not aware of the term deep fake, it is 
<clears throat> the 21st century's answer to what we used to refer to as photoshopping. Yeah. Oh, that's photoshopped. It's yeah. it's doctored. Mm -hmm. So it's it's using a form of artificial intelligence called deep learning to make images or even movies of fake events. Yep. Hence the name deep fake. Right. Now <clears throat> there's it's it's amazingly wow. Like wow. Yes. It's so good. There's a deep fake video out there where somebody has made Obama called Donald Trump a complete dipshit. And it you wouldn't know it was a fake unless you knew it was a fake. Right. And it may not actually have been a fake in the sense that it's probably happened. Yes. It just wasn't actually captured <laughs> right, right, live right, right. on film. Yeah. Um, now, terrifyingly, the, the technology and all of the, uh, the applications that one would use to, to run it, as well as companies whom you could do business with that utilize it, it has advanced amazingly so that that you could deliver somebody pictures from someone's social media or even old Voxer messages. Oh, no. It can mimic your voice, making you say whatever it chooses. There's just, It's just insane yeah. all that it can do. Yeah. Um, and, and like I said, it's advanced to the point where a very unskilled person can either directly or indirectly utilize this. Yeah. And that, in fact, leads into where our story goes. In Pennsylvania... Here, I don't know if it's been within the last couple days, I think. Okay. Um, there's a 50-year-old a mom who you wouldn't think of as the most tech-savvy person in the world, right? Mm -hmm. She's been arrested for sending deepfake images of her teenage daughter's cheerleading rivals to the coaches. Dear Lord. She captured photos from those girls' social media profiles and had... I think had created, she didn't directly do it herself, pictures of them naked drinking and smoking. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah. Evidently cheerleading is a big thing in Pennsylvania also. Um, fascinatingly, the phone numbers that the photos were, were traced through belonged to a website that specialized in making deep fakes. From there, detectives tracked data to an IP address that was ultimately tied to the mom's smartphone. And certainly, once they landed there, it didn't help any that the mom had already been very problematic and threatening towards okay. the kids themselves, to parents, to coaches, all the things. She was a, a bit of what one might term a boiling hot mess okay. of things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's... Wow. I recently, in the past week, it's been there's been a lot of headlines made about some Tom Cruise deep fakes that people were just flabbergasted by how realistic. I'm they flabbergasted. Look. Anyone would have to make any. He's so wacky on his own. Yeah, just like pictures though of him, like attending oh, a Catholic church instead of the Scientologists. Do you want Scientology to burn our house down? You know what? We're insured. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I will put a link into the Awesome Today fam uh, group. It's not, we don't put fam in the name, just Awesome Today. Yeah. So that you can check out. I'm sure you've seen them. The, this Tom Cruise headlines were all over the place. But I didn't see them. I will show them to you privately in a men's bathroom stall later. Yes. Yes. Bring your, bring your mirrors to peek around the corner, but don't bring too many mirrors or you could spontaneously set their wooden boat on fire. There we go. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't work out our world. Maybe we should save our worlds for tomorrow. Yeah, I don't even... I've been watching some things. I started re-watching... <laughs> what did I start re-watching last night? Damn it, man. My mind went blank. Um, mm. 
I don't know. I, I knew it was a rewatch, but no. I can't remember. I was I remember as I was starting it, like, hey, you know what? I ought to rewatch Alias. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't. And then you didn't. I can't remember what I was watching. So I'm deeply well, unprepared again, for a world. We'll, we'll world tomorrow. I've got some stuff. It can all wait till tomorrow. Okay. So. Very good. Well, then, in the meantime, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Evidently, conditions of public bathrooms differ significantly for women and men. Privacy is awesome. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.